Well, med friends, my name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I'm joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, what's up, man? Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? Adam? Adam? Well, I guess it is just me today, and folks, it is. We got a little cover my ash today, but... I'm so happy to be here. It is a great feeling. I've been waiting for this day, if you did not know that. Finally in the spotlight, in the limelight, producer guy is here. Thank you all for listening. If this is your first time listening to the Get Pipe podcast, I can assure you that this is not the norm. I am not normally the one talking the most here, so you don't have to listen to my voice in all the other episodes that exist, all other 86 of them So don't worry about that. But thank you all for joining me today. And and later I got a little special guest. But before we get into kind of the topic for today, I just wanted to kind of give you some updates on some things. Um, Adam is not feeling the best today. Man, the guy who said he had never gotten sick or never gets sick. And we had a a discussion a few episodes back about how there was this, this person he saw, he's like, There's a video somewhere. He's like, I never get sick because I just think about not getting sick. And to me, that is so weird. As someone who has two children, that's kind of going to be the topic of discussion here. It's like, man, they're just breeding grounds for sickness. So I've gotten sick more in the last two to three years than I have in my whole life. And I don't think I ever got COVID. I never really got tested. Uh, so if you're listening to this years down the line, you know, obviously we're in the, we're in the age of the post at this point in 2023, the post age of COVID, but that's what everyone had. I never got tested once. I don't even know if I had it. Never lost my taste of, of smell or uh, <laughs> taste of smell. I never lost my sense of smell or my sense of taste. So here we are. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to be here, folks. I, I know I've said this like three times already. I just want to remind you all. Uh, to follow this podcast. Go ahead. Do it right now. Give us a follow. Give us a rating. Give us a review. It means a lot, right? Like we we talk about it a lot. And I'm the analytics guy. I look at all this stuff. So I uh, I finger gun all of you. I'm like pointing finger guns at you right now. You better do it in a safe manner if you're driving. Obviously, you know, don't, don't do that. But when you stop or you, maybe you're on a stoplight and you know, you got a little time, it's a big intersection. Go ahead and do that. But I'm just excited for the Vegas Pipe Show. I know we've mentioned it a lot, and we're going to keep mentioning it until we go, and I'll just plug it here real quick, because I want to get into this topic. But the Las Vegas International Pipe Shows is happening October 13th through the 15th, 2023. Adam and I will be there. Get Piped will be there in all its glory. We will be hanging out. We're going to be doing some stuff for our Battle of the Briar uh, feature-length documentary, and that trailer just came out. So if you haven't seen that yet, go check it out. It would mean a lot to us if you can share that with all your friends. But uh, yeah, we we are just hanging out this time. We're not we're not filming a documentary. Maybe we'll get some shots and stuff for it, take some pictures, and we're just going to be having a great time. So there's a lot to do at the Vegas International Pipe Show. Go check out VegasPipeShow.com for the list of everything. Uh, We also got the Texas Pipe Show coming up in November. That is Veterans Day. Uh, That is November 11th, 2023. 
And there's some other pipe shows interspersed through all this. So best way to find that um, is our Discord, our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. There's a link in the show notes to join. And we have a special events page on there that kind of talks about everything that's going on in the pipe sphere. But the ones we mentioned on the Get Pipe podcast are in fact the ones that we will be going to or have some hand in if you can if you can even call it that but yeah i'm i don't I, this is so weird for me so weird for me to be talking i bet all of you uh can can understand that and i'm not like adam i try to get to the point <laughs> with a lot of things that man i hope he listens to this and hears that but yeah i i want to get straight to the point but thank you all for smoking and joking with me even though there wasn't that much joking around this time and of course thank you all for your support of the get piped podcast if you would like to support the show financially you can of course visit www.getpiped.co there's no m at the end there it's just co check out our little merch store uh, we've got our fall collection coming out here soon got some great stuff on there right now and uh, as I mentioned before, don't forget to rate and review this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and any other listening platform. It means so much to us. It means a lot to see the reviews, to see the ratings. And uh, yeah, I love it. But we got a great show planned this week with a little cover of my ash by yours truly, the producer guy. And following our primary topic, we'll get into a little bit of over under and some more this or that, but with a special guest with our very own producer wife. Yes. Hell yes. Big thanks to me for doing the producer guy things. But before we move into our primary topic, I want to remind you all to take a deep breath, savor this moment, kindle your flames, and man, it feels good to say this, pipe as you please. For everyone listening today, Cover My Ash. What a great name. I did not come up with it. This was all Adam. Adam came up with many of the names that we have here. And we just kind of, we started with a name and then formulated how we were going to discuss these series and these different topics. So this one is a, is a play on words. Of course, you all know it. And uh, if you've been an avid listener of the Get Pipe podcast, you know that we we truly want to do this primary topic as little as we can, but life gets in the way. So this series is is for a way for us to just kind of kind of cover our beep, our ah beep. I don't have a beeper, so I'm doing it there. It's a way for us to, if we can't get together, if life happens, for the show to continue. We will never. I can't say never because I think it was episode 999 is when we will be quitting, but we will continue to put out episodes every, every week. And that means this week you get producer guy, you get me and my flesh and my glory. I get to choose what I'm talking about this week. And that is a daunting task. I'm not going to lie, but I did want to say again, Adam is feeling a little bit under the weather and uh, I know he 
I think he had a good weekend. He had he had a friend over, uh, actually a couple, meaning a couple like they're married, and uh, they they went over and, and hung out with him and get wifed. And man, he said, "I'm not feeling good. Just flu-like symptoms. All this stuff going on." So, give some love to Adam. Um, you know, get underscore piped on Instagram. So give him, give give him some love. Uh, send some prayers. Send some. Whatever you got to him to to help him feel better. But as you can see from the title, today I'm going to be kind of monologuing and discussing, I guess, my thoughts on pipe smoking and posterity. As the only one out of the duo that is get piped with children, you know, I, I talk about it and obviously my kids mean a lot. And there's, you know, for those of you who, um, have kids, you, you understand that they're your world. And I know a lot of folks uh, listen who do, and a lot of folks who are on the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club do as well. But I don't often get to talk about it in this sphere, and and that's okay. I uh, that really is okay. And you know, I, I I don't think our kids should always be the topic of conversation, although they end up, you know, they end up becoming that. Right? You have a, you have a weekend with you and your wife, and you know, that maybe the kids are at grandparents or they're at a stay, stay away camp, whatever it is during the summer. And, you know, I feel like sometimes I just, we just end up talking about our kids, like whether, you know, it's the funny things they've done or the joy they bring us. And, you know, I, I my parents told me that that would happen and I, I didn't believe them, but here we are, you know, I got a, a two-year-old, two and a half-year-old, I should say, and a eight months, almost nine month old. And man, life, life changed, right? Like life changed, obviously, when my first child was born. And I would have to say not so much after my second, you know, we, we had done the baby thing and, you know, we're, we're coming into this new phase of, you know, she's crawling around, she's doing all this stuff. But it, what I have gathered with uh, maybe not gathered, but what I've I've learned with this second child is how to view, you know, take in life in the moment. And I've been thinking a lot lately, or I've been feeling a lot that I haven't really been as present um, as I needed to be. You know, I think Adam and I have talked a lot about distractions in our world, especially our cell phones and things of that nature, social media, maybe it's television. It, it all seems to revolve around screens, I would say. It revolves around these things that suck you in and uh, just just keep you there, just force you to not be present. And I think that can, f- you know, be found in, in many ways and not just screen time. It can be found in maybe fishing, right? You you do that to just get away and maybe it's it, it resolves some things, but maybe doesn't draw you closer to the to the things that need to be right like i think there's a way to to do things with a family together and stuff like that that being said i i've i had felt very distant and recently i haven't as much and i think a lot of that is due to maybe having less screen time and and stuff like that but i've been thinking about how i as a father want to portray pipe smoking um, and, and, you know, cigars and this art of smoking to my children. 
right? Like society will tell them that it is bad. Most of society will say that. Doctors, you know, uh, their schools. I don't even know if dare is still a thing, but they'll say that. They'll see signs, no smoking everywhere. And for the most part, I would agree that smoking should only, maybe not should only be allowed in certain areas. Like I think in pubs and bars, yeah, 100%. Everyone's an adult there. But at a school, yeah, and I, I don't think that's good. I'll, I'll be honest. But they will be surrounded by ultimately anti, anti-smoking sentiment. And while I am not the most avid smoker, though I like to view myself at this point more as a collector because I just love, I love the art. I love the, the time it takes an artisan to make a pipe. And I will always love that. And, and maybe it's just this point of summer where, man, we had some great days. But now we're back to 90 something degrees and it's just hard to sit down with a bowl. And even my my beautiful Virginias aren't doing it as well. And I'm just waiting for fall. I'm waiting for fall for that pipe smoking weather to sit out after, you know, putting putting the kids to sleep and reading them stories and loving on them and all this stuff, telling them how proud I am of them. And man, I really am. I really am proud, especially of my son. He's you know, what I would say, sentient. <laughs> I say that jokingly. He's obviously been sentient since birth, but he's aware, right? His his thing recently has been telling us his feelings. He says, I feel happiness. And man, man, as a little two and a half year old, his little tiny voice saying, I feel happiness. Man, that fills me up. That fills me up with joy. But dang, when he says, I feel sadness, that that hurts. But anyways, anyways, I, 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 I'm thinking more and more, how am I going to be a role model for these children? And I know many dads feel that, right? We have this burden on us, this maybe self-imposed burden, maybe societal burden, that there are so many things that we have to juggle. And I'm not saying that mothers and, and wives are not juggling their same set of, of things, but right, we, we have this desire to work and care for our family. So we need to take time to do that. But, you know, we have this desire to be with our children and be with our wives and love them and, and care for them and take our sons out to, you know, do archery or our daughters out to do archery or whatever it may be, have a tea party with our daughter, you know, wear a little tiara. Maybe that's not for you, but I'm, I imagine that I will one day end up do that and end up doing that. And I'm okay with that. I've, I've come to grips with, with that, that that's in my fate. And I know a lot of manly men out there who have done that. And so it's okay. Your ego and your pride will be fine. But that aside, uh, I just, man, I can't help but think, who am I to them, right? What, what are they going to think of? When they see me as a person, what are they gonna what are they gonna think of when they see me smoking a cigar or smoking a pipe? Are they gonna think that what daddy is doing is wrong or what dad is doing is wrong? Or are they gonna be thinking, oh, that's just what that's just what dad does and it's it's a part of his life? Or is there gonna be something more? Is there gonna be something deeper in it? Like this is what you know calms dad. This is 
what he does when he finds enjoyment in things. And I've slowly been introducing this idea of the pipe to my son, right? So I have some basket pipes that I was gifted. And, you know, I one day introduced it to him. I said, Everett, that's, that's my son's name. I said, this, this is your pipe. This is your pipe, buddy. Whenever you want to use it, just let me know. And I will get it down. I'll make sure it's cleaned out. There's nothing in it. And you can use it, right? You can pretend to use it, I should say, is hold it in your mouth or whatever you want. Because I, I explained it a few episodes back, maybe maybe more than a few at this point, but it's like a, it's like a firearm, right? Like whenever, I, when I was growing up, my, my father introduced firearms to me in the right way. Right. He said, if you ever want to view this, just let me know. I will bring it out. I will show you that it's unloaded. You can touch it when I'm here under supervision. And you can, if you want to, if your friend's over and you want to show them, I will be there. I will make sure everything is right. And that to me, you know, is, is a very important thing. As someone who believes in, in firearms and that, you know, I, I think every American should own one. But it needs to be done in the proper manner. It cannot be willy-nilly, right? You should not just own a firearm just to own one. You should know and understand the power and responsibility that comes with that weapon. And I don't think it's similar in that sense, you know, the, the power and responsibility that comes with a pipe. But maybe it is, right? Maybe we're coming into a world nowadays where it's viewed in such a vile manner, ultimately, right? The, the government hates tobacco. They hate it. Do they not? Right? They make laws against it to prohibit it uh, everywhere. People will look at you weird if, you know, if you're smoking around them, they'll cough, they'll do their fake cough. So how do we, you know, as, as and I'm speaking, Speaking to the men here, I know maybe there's a lady or two listening, but our <laughs> the analytics guy, our audience is primarily men between the ages of like 26 and 35 or maybe a little older. Um, that's, that's the lion's share, you know. So how, what is our responsibility to introduce uh, this thing that's viewed in the public eye as negative? And man, I, I don't know if I've necessarily been struggling with it just because my kids are, are still younger, but I, I intend to, or I hope that I will show them the art that is behind these things, explain to them the history. Luckily, you know, a lot of my pipes are, are artisan pipes and I can tell them about the individual who made it. Right, I can say for the most part that I shook the hand of, of the guy or gal who made this pipe. And the same goes with cigars, right? Maybe I don't know the actual indiv individual person who uh, rolled the cigar, but I know about the company. I know that these ones are hand-rolled and these are you know, rolled in a factory setting. I ultimately don't know exactly how it's done. I know more so about pipes. but. I think understanding the history of this stuff is important as well. Just, just like everything in this country, right? Our, our posterity, you know, meaning just 
the next generations need to know about this stuff. And I, and I think that they should have the right to choose to do it or not to, right? I will never impose, or I'll try to never, I shouldn't say never, only a Sith deals in absolutes, but I will try to never impart anything or, or force my son to do anything that he doesn't want to, right? And I, I don't think anyone should, right? Maybe maybe they, you know, there's there's instances where I can, we'll see and we'll learn as a parent, especially when it comes to maybe extracurricular activities. You know, they want to play guitar, so you buy them a guitar, but the next day they don't want to do it. And it's like, okay, maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're going to play guitar for just at least a couple weeks. So I get that, you know, so I, I understand there, but, you know, I, I never want to impose smoking on my son if he if he never wants to but i will do everything in my power to show him that there are benefits outside of you know just smoking right outside of maybe nicotine or there are benefits outside of the detriments that society says it causes and i found a lot of those recently and as a new smoker i can still say that Maybe maybe until next year. But as as a new smoker, like I found such joy in sitting back um, with producer wife, with my wife, and the talks that we've had while I've smoked a cigar. And lately, it's been the the little Toscanos. They're just magnificent. Oh, they're so good. But it's over a bowl around the fire in the in the autumn time, right? We're we're sitting there and. The conversations that we have are just magnificent. They dive into deep things. And that's a benefit that I think, you know, people people don't understand that side of, of pipes and cigars. And I say people, I mean, probably not anyone listening to this podcast. The, the folks who oppose any sort of smoking, and I want to be, I always want to make sure, and I hope everyone listening does, right? Like, we have a responsibility to raise our children right, you know, in the in the way that we view fit. You know, my right is probably a lot different from your right, and, and that's okay. It really is. But I think that we should give our children, give our posterity the opportunity to see all sides of a situation. They should be able to look up the research for pipe smoking and against pipe smoking. They should be able to look up one political argument and another one and how they contrast. But I never want our posterity. And, and I don't think any of us will hope that they will be antagonistic or hate anything wholly. They will not take the side of the government and and ban and, and uh, prohibit and do all these things. I know that's a synonym of one another, but you know, bear with me. This is my first time monologuing, so we should seek to give our posterity, our children, this opportunity and desire to see every side of an argument, see every side of why pipe smoking is good. And I think we should show them why maybe it's not the best. 
And I think we have to be honest with ourselves that there are some aspects that that maybe aren't the best. Maybe there are some detrimental aspects to it, but there are detrimental aspects to anything. You eat too much of one thing and it can give you heart disease or you eat too less of something and that you don't have enough nutrients. So I, I think coming at it with this middle of the lane perspective is is going to be vitally important. And I hope that I can do that. And as as time goes on, right, like how do we say our say our sons or our daughters desire to smoke a pipe? Like how do we how do we approach that? And I don't know if I've gotten that far in my thoughts, but I will be very open to it, right? I, I will allow them, right? Just as my father showed me, you know, a firearm, I will say we can do it within the the bounds of the the local laws and codes, and uh, we will do it together, and we will enjoy this. And man, I I very much so look forward to that day, and maybe it'll come, maybe it won't. When you know, my son and I can enjoy a bowl of tobacco together or we can enjoy a cigar together. And I know that I enjoyed that with my father whenever I did, man, it, it, there was, there was nothing better than sitting back and, uh, just enjoying a, we always had Camachos growing up with the, uh, the orange yellowy label. I don't exactly know the wrap and, and the filler and all that stuff for it, but those are great cigars. They always had a great draw and um i will always remember us smoking those whether it was in new hampshire where i grew up or eventually where my family moved down to florida the florida ones were really good because you can't really can't really beat florida you can't really beat sitting out by the pool or sitting out on the back deck looking at you know the ocean or the canal or whatever it is and uh, smoking a stogie and oh such such great memories there but you know that that is that is pipe smoking and that, those are just kind of some of my thoughts on you know how how will i as a father kind of portray this art and hobby and how will i welcome it to to my children but i i think something that adam and i don't often talk about is is and rightfully so is just like this world that we live in and I will, I will take this um, mantle of responsibility <laughs> or this this opportunity on the microphone myself to just just express some of my thoughts on, you know, the overall outlook on pipe smoking and what it will mean for future generations, or at least what I think, what Nick, the producer guy, thinks his opinions only. This isn't even Adam's uh, opinions and, and thoughts, so. Bear with me on this one, but I see unless something changing in our culture, in our society, I see in a generation or two the death of tobacco. Um, why? I, I don't exactly know. There's just a feeling. And sometimes you just have to go go with that that feeling. You have to go with that gut feeling. And there are places that kind of 
start, you know, there are barometers for kind of how the future of this country goes and, and they have created or begun to introduce laws that are very restrictive to tobacco. And it's just very interesting to me, especially someone who's new to this, who I guess before really I got into it, I, I, I thought that there was there were more detriments to smoking than there were positives. And that has since changed, right? Like as someone who participates in CrossFit, you know, four to five days a week, um, you know, runs, does active things, went on a walking hike today. Like I don't, I have not noticed any, any detriment to my cardiovascular health or just health in general. Like, I feel better than I probably ever have in my life. And I've admittedly have, you know, consumed more tobacco than at any point in my life. And it's not much, I will say, it's not much compared to some other people, but there's still to me no seeming there's seemingly no correlation uh, at my level of usage to any detriments in health. So that's something that's definitely changed, but I don't think our government, I don't think the people in charge of our health see it that way. And the unfortunate side of the people that create laws and view health, they don't view it holistically, right? Like they view it very segmented. Like our our medicine today is very segmented. We have doctors for this, you know, gastrointestinal doctors. We have neurosurgeons. And like, I think all of those specialties are very good. I think they are extremely important, especially when there are issues that, you know, like someone in my family recently had an intestinal issue. And I don't think uh, just a regular doctor could have performed surgery or done anything like that. Like you needed a gastrointestinal doctor, whomever it was to perform that surgery and diagnose and all that stuff. But I think our society is lacking a holistic look at many things that we encounter on a daily basis. And that includes a holistic look at pipe smoking and smoking tobacco. And I'll be honest, I'm keeping cigarettes out of this. I I don't view much good in cigarettes. Um, Tell me if I'm wrong. Someone please tell me if I'm wrong, but you know, like highly processed and filters and chemicals and average cigarettes. And, you know, maybe I'm buying into the, to the government, man, you just can't trust the man, man. But I, I don't know. I just don't view cigarettes the the best for you. Um, but that aside, anyways, I'm, I'm talking pipe tobacco and cigars. I don't think there's a holistic look at this sort of medicine, I would say. I think that there is some benefits to nicotine. I think there are focusing benefits. Um, I th- I say I think, but like I know that there are certain ones. I don't know if it's uh, how good they are. I don't know any of the science, so so don't ask me. So a lot of this is anecdotal, uh, not anecdotal, but anecdotes and just kind of feelings and and you know beliefs that I have on this stuff, but. We need to be looking at health holistically, and, and that involves all aspects, right? Like, there are some people that a small amount of alcohol is very beneficial to them. 
You know, I've, I've known people that one drink a night helped them sleep. And there's probably most doctors will say that is not good. So it's, it, it's, they're taking this perspective that one model fits an entire group of 300 plus million people. And it just doesn't, it just can't, right? Health, health, the, the aspects of health in our society do not fit into this perfectly square box, right? So with pipe smoking, I, I don't think it fits into that box, right? That square box. It's, it's in something greater than you or I can maybe put our finger on. I think it's a mental health. There's a mental health aspect to it. There's a communal aspect to it, right? Just as, you know, CrossFit class, like I'm very close and I find, you know, there's mutual suffering in a, in a 5 a.m. class. I find mutual companionship when I go to a pipe show or when I'm sitting with a friend smoking a cigar. And we seem to not put those aspects of this art of this hobby into the the evaluation into the equation of health and where i'm going with this is it's our responsibility to teach this next generation about overall health right like i'm i'm going to teach my son and i will teach my daughter that there's more to quote unquote health than what you will get in quote-unquote health class. There's more to nutrition than, you know, the food pyramid. There's more to exercise than just running or, you know, lifting weights. There's things that we are learning as a society that are important for our overall well-being, right? You'll hear everyone say, you need to get sunlight, you know, take your shoes off, go barefoot in the grass. And that's all good and well. And you know, I'll be honest, I like the feet in the grass thing. I think, you know, it was explained to me by my boss who heard it from, uh, I guess, like a, a farmer, maybe, I forget, maybe it was like an Amish farmer or something, whatever it was. I heard it from a guy who heard it from a guy type of thing. But he put it this way and it made sense, right? The earth has this sort of magnetic field, obviously, not sort of, it has this magnetic field, but there's this this uh, frequency or wavelength that the earth emits. And when we go barefoot, when we go on the ground, we, we sync up with that wavelength, right? We wear rubber shoes all day. And what's rubber good at? Preventing the sort of electric current from coming in to ourselves. And we obviously have our nervous system that is an electrical current, right? Like our, all of our nerves send electric signals out to the rest of our body. So when we are going throughout a day wearing our rubber sole shoes, we're not getting that that frequency back to us, that connection to us. So when we go out barefoot into the grass, into the field, whatever it may be, maybe it's even into the sand, we are able to reconnect. Right? That's why when you go up barefoot, you feel a little calmer. Maybe you can lie in the grass, feel a little better. You're on the beach, no shoes, in the sand, feet in the sand, drinking another hand. You feel good. 
So there's more to health and wellness than just eating or just exercising, you know? And I think pipe smoking, I think smoking a cigar falls into that outside of what it's, it's in the realm of going out barefoot into the grass. It's in the realm of waking up with sunlight in the morning. And it's important. We can't lose it, right? We can't lose this side, this aspect of our country. Ultimately, it's, it's in sort of in the foundation of our country, tobacco. And there's obviously, I'm, I'm not going to go into much of that historical side of it, but it's clearly and vitally important to our nation. And I think it should continue to be, maybe in a, obviously in a different manner, but it needs to be, right? We need to continue these traditions. We need to show our children that it is good. There's a place for it. It helps in more ways than one. And just like anything, you, you need to show them moderation. Too much can cause harm. But I think too little can cause harm as well. And it was it was interesting. I, I live in a city, not a fan, but whatever. And uh, producer wife and I went up on our roof. It was really easy. We just, you know, just we have a deck and we have a six foot ladder. So I think it's actually a little taller. So anyways, we're just able to climb on the roof and we're just sitting up there talking. And, you know, I looked up and it was pretty dark out at this point. And I'm like, I can't see any stars. And we just had this conversation like, man, I think we're disconnected from something in a city. We're, we're disconnected from just as we need the sunlight in the morning. I think we need to see the stars and, and the galaxies in the evening. And there's, there's that disconnect there. Right? Like we, we have the morning, but we don't have the night. Our night is artificial. Maybe we can see the moon. Maybe we can see a star if you're in a city. And obviously, if you're in, you know, in the middle of nowhere, maybe you get that every night and, and that helps you. You are connected in that manner. And I envy you ultimately. I envy anyone. And if you've ever looked at a dark skies map, and I think it's like the black or blue area, like that just means. You can see everything, right? You can see the Milky Way. You can see every star, every galaxy. And by not having that, we are depriving ourselves of something that I believe is necessary. And I view the same with many of the things that we do in this community. Things we smoke, right? maybe pipes that are created. If people don't know about it, they don't know what they're missing. If someone grows up in a city and they know nothing but the city, they won't know the beauty of a galaxy, right? I don't know that. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it and I know it is great. But imagine a generation who doesn't even know about it. They just grow up Everyone is growing up in a city and that's where they stay or they just go from city to city. And this is me not going on a 
tirade about cities. I think they're great, ultimately. They're just centers of culture and beautiful. And I wouldn't trade the time that I have here for anything. I've learned so much. But I, I do want to get away from a city. I don't really like them. I think they're important, but I just I want to be around trees some more. The city that I'm in is really, like you look at it, it's mostly just pavement. And I think that speaks to that sort of connection thing that I was talking about earlier. But anyways, back to posterity. Like We need to preserve this hobby, this art, so that there will not be a generation that misses it. And what are some ways that we can do that? Well, I think, I think one is obviously talk to our children about it. Um, I think that, that that's the first line of defense, right? Like we, we have great opportunities with our children to show them things that, you know, we don't think society should. And that can look however it does with your family you know, doesn't, doesn't really matter. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am with, with regards to that, but I am here to tell you with pipe smoking. I think that we should with cigars. I think that we should, we should show them. We should tell them about it. And I think we should introduce them. My, my thing is always tell someone the why, like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this job? You know, why are we going on this trip? Why am I brushing your teeth that night? to my two year, two and a half year old son. Well, this is why. And, you know, I think we need to do that with pipes and cigars. So that's, that's one way. I think another way is to pipe in public, cigar in public and, you know, have conversations with people. And along with that, I think it means to be kind to other people. So when you are doing that, I think you need to have a decency about, Maybe not going right next to a group of people because may- maybe they don't like smoke. Maybe they, they just don't like it. And we need to be decent in what we're doing and, and not, you know, basically like shoving it in people's faces. I think you need to be a pipe smoker, but I don't think you need to shove it in someone's face that you are. I think if if they're intrigued enough, they will come over and ask. And that that's important. I think another way that we can continue, you know, this this art for our posterity is maybe fight is not the right word, but to to like show up when it counts, especially when it comes to legislation. I think that there are ways, and I know that there are ways to talk to your legislators. Um, I interned for a congressman, and we received letters every day. And as a little intern, it was my job to like send them to the right people, or like delete the thousand messages from one person that we got, who was like, "If you know X Y Z doesn't vote for X Y Z, then I'm you know they should be impeached." Like, oh my god, like we got so many of those, and we got so many for if you ever you know, sign a petition that sends to their congressman, like a little intern has to like delete the hundred of those messages that you get. I mean, granted, they all kind of go to one folder or they're all grouped together, but it's like, (sighs) anyways, I'm just reliving some, some old stuff. But that being said, there are ways to, (laughs) to get to your legislator and 
talk to them about it. And I don't know how much hope and faith there is um, at the federal level, but maybe there is at the state level, right? Like I, I, view the the federalism as as a very important aspect and that is just basically the separation of you know the big federal government and the smaller state governments and adam and i you know we've discussed previous on here we made a difference in our state legislature granted this was for you know uh, putting up advertisements for alcohol near uh, schools and and things like that and you know today we both drink alcohol and we smoke pipes and but I will still stand that I don't think that stuff should be advertised near schools and stuff like that um but that being said there are ways to uh maybe persuade or talk to your legislators to do that and you know maybe you feel like there's no hope maybe you live in a place that that uh, isn't the best for tobacco and it's it's hard, right? Like I understand it. I know I understand the Washingtons and the Maines where you're not able to get tobacco. And I I don't know what to do there. I don't have all the answers. I'm just giving some <laughs> giving some suggestions here as as a producer guy who's man has been given this daunting task on task on the mic. But I, I guess what I want to portray in this episode is that there is yet hope for us as pipe smokers, right? Especially those of us who are fathers, who are parents, we have an immense and great responsibility to show our children how it is properly done. I think we have this great responsibility to introduce them to this in a way where they do not view it in an antagonistic manner, yet they view it in a way that brings out the art, brings out the greatness in all of us, right? We should bring our children to a pipe show. We should show them this stuff. We should introduce them to artisans, especially those who make a living on it. Um, and those who don't, obviously. Everyone should be should be shown and viewed and introduced, but... You know, this hobby has people that their whole lives depend on it. And just like many of the industries and and factories around the country that we're in, like they, their lives depend on it. And I don't think that we should or can just get rid of a whole industry and leave countless people out on the wayside to just find a new life. And I have hope that, you know, in those industries, and I, I don't hope that it ever happens here, but there's a way, right? There's 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 a way forward for everyone. So I, I always have optimism even in the, the hard times, which is, you know, I'd say is good personally. I think it's a good thing, but for someone <laughs> who doesn't always have that, maybe it can be hard. And, and uh, but anyways, I, I'm digressing here. I just... Uh, just rambling on, but I want to close this out. I want to close this old series this cover my ash out with, with this, right? Men, fathers, especially I'm, I'm talking to you. I feel you if, if you have, or are having a, a hard time 
we bear the responsibility of our families and we hold this, you know, I'll use again, the word burden of their success. And that's important. I think we should have that. I think we should bear that burden. And we also have that need to continue this hobby, right? We, we, who else will do it, but us. So in in this case, I'm, I'm talking to all the pipe smokers, not just fathers or men here, I'm talking to everyone. Like we have this responsibility to continue pipe smoking for generations to come, to continue the production of tobacco for generations to come. And I hope that we can. And I know that we will, right? We, we see this in shows. We see this in sales. You know, there's a new generation coming that is very against what the government is putting out. <laughs> and that's good. That is a good thing, right? They, they don't believe the lies that were being told. I think we see it a lot in the the medical fields where there's a lot of uh, alternative things coming out. I think you see it a lot in in diets where the standard American diet, eh, there might have been some lobbyists in there from the cereal companies and stuff like that. You know, I won't go too far down the rabbit hole, but we don't trust what the government is putting out. And I don't think we should with, you know, when it comes to pipes and cigars. Because at the end of the day, we know what is best for us. You know, we know that sitting back with a pipe and maybe a glass of whiskey or a coffee or maybe just no drink at all is good for us. It helps us, brings us calm. It brings us clarity. And the same can be said for cigars, maybe in a different manner. It it is done in company, right? I do it while grilling, and I enjoy it. And why should I not be able to enjoy it? There are things in life that I think we should have restraint on when it comes to enjoying things, but if something is good... Why can't we enjoy it? And we must continue that with our posterity. We must continue that with our children. And we must show our significant others why it's important. And I don't think we should ever be bashful. Or I don't think we should ever have hard feelings if anyone does not approve of it. That's just it's just not who they are. But I think that we need to continue this. That's not a think. I should change that. I know that we need to continue pipes and tobacco in our country because it is what is right. It is good for our soul. And, you know, the soul of this country is dying. It really is. It really is. But I think things like pipes, things like tobacco can can mend this 
brokenness. It brings together people who are not, who would not otherwise normally come together. We talked about it with the Smitty's Cigar Lounge event. You know, I talked to people that on the street, I probably, if I saw them, I probably normally wouldn't talk to. And I'm looking forward to Vegas to do the same. And maybe you've never been to a pipe show and you never will go. I feel a little sorry. I wish you would. But you need to understand that the people who are against you are not necessarily your enemies. I think you need to find a common ground with them. I really do. I really do. I really, I, I really think you need to find a common ground with them. Because I don't know if there's any way for this hobby to continue otherwise than to find common ground, right? We want this to continue. So maybe we need to make concessions here and there. And I'm not saying concessions in a, in a big manner. I don't think we need to concede everything so we get nothing, but it means seeing someone else's perspective. That's how we will continue this. So. Thank you all for giving me the opportunity to ramble here. Thank you in a way. Well, don't think this. I don't think that Adam is sick. That is sad. I love my buddy. I wish he was here. But yeah, thank you. Thank you all for this opportunity to talk to you. And I hope I don't get to do it ever again because I want get piped here. I want my buddy here. I want him to, to hold me to what we need to talk about. I want him to hold hold the line just as I do for him. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into some some segments here and let's get into some more lighthearted stuff. Segments. Segments. Let's go. We got two today. As always, we got a little bit of over under and a little bit of this or that. But today, instead of Adam being here, we have producer wife, aka Robin. Hello. Hello. Welcome. I know uh, one of the last times Adam did cover my ash that Get Wifed was there. So making your debut, producer wife. Welcome. Thank you. So for those of you who do not know, we got two segments today, over, under, this or that. Over, under is where uh, typically Adam chooses something that's overrated or underrated. He has three topics, uh, but today we're going to do this together. Producer wife and I are going to do this together. I'll give the topics and we'll both rate them oh, as, okay, okay. as overrated or underrated. Simultaneously? No, you, you'll go first, okay. then I'll go second. So. Okay. The first topic today is lady pipes. Oh. Are, are they overrated or are they underrated? Mm. I'm going to say underrated. Okay. Wait, what? wait. Yeah, underrated. Yeah. Okay, I had to figure out which one was which. <laughs> I had to think for a second. Why? Um, Because I feel like sometimes 
when it, like a lady pipe, it just can be like a little bit more delicate and a little bit more feminine. And mm. there's a lot more beauty in it. I think that can be in a little bit more of a simplistic thing oh. when sometimes the things that I feel like you gravitate towards, there's a lot more going on, which is amazing and magnificent, but I like simplicity. Okay. Oh, I like that. And I know you're specifically talking like the bamboo, right? Like you don't. I actually don't like bamboo. Yeah, well, that's what it I mean. It looks like um a skeleton's finger, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of does. I love bamboo. I love I know. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, the funny story is, you've probably all heard this, but last year, producer wife came to Vegas, uh, which was awesome. She won't be coming this year, unfortunately. Sad. Bummer. But. Uh, I told her to walk around to find some pipes for me, take some pictures. And she did. She got some great pictures. But one of them was the Bo Nord $10,000 pipe. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I just love this one. Yeah, I love this horn. It was a horn. She, she kind of, you kind of gravitated towards the horns a little bit, which is interesting. But yeah. all right, I'm just stalling. Uh, when it comes to lady pipes, I think they're underrated too. Okay. I, but what's your reasoning? My reasoning is I like smaller pipes. Oh. Like I kind of like petite pipes in a way. Um, I don't like huge bowls, even though I have multiple pipes that. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't uh, really like smoking a pipe for hours. Yeah, I don't. Maybe in the fall, if it were like just me and you, mm. like we we're just hanging, I would smoke it for hours. Yeah, but it's tough with like all things we have to tend to a child. Yeah, yeah, that is hard. Which is funny because you don't know, but that's what I was. I, I wasn't talking about ten ch- children, but I was talking about posterity in the episode. So. Oh. She just joined. She. Oh, I wow. just brought her in for the segments. But. Yeah, I was watching Netflix prior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one, next over under is the pocket jar. Overrated. Over. Oh. Yeah. No. I know. Do you know who listens to the podcast? I know. I think they're super cool, but I feel like there's like a lot. A lot more hype for it. I don't know. Hot I think take. it's a Keep little... Keep going. I love it. Yeah. Like, I think it's super cool. I think it's ingenious that that was, like, just developed. But, but... also, like, on popular opinion, you can also put it in a bag <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> and then when you use the tobacco, you can throw the bag out, and then you can have an empty pocket. <laughs> Savage. I, uh, man, I think the pocket jar is underrated. I think yeah. everyone should have a pocket jar. I really do. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've found good use in them. I've found really good use in them. Like, I bring them to shows and, like, I'm Okay, to- so that's really cool, like, when you've gone places and you can get, like, a little sampler mm. of tobacco. That's super cool. But just to randomly, like, I don't know, like, on a walk to have it, like, yeah. I don't know. Because also, so, I'll see a lot of times, like, you pack tobacco in your pipe already to before go you go yeah. yeah yeah but like going someplace to sample things kind of like a cookie swap yeah. yeah 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 no i i agree like going to vegas i'll bring some pocket jars with me yeah cool all right dave dave shane from the piper i'm sorry about her i'll i'll have a, I'll have a talk with her later <laughs> <laughs> all right last one this is my favorite one um Overrated, underrated, Nate King. Underrated. (laughs) Why? He's just such a genuine person. Like, well, okay, so reference, I've only ever met him in Vegas, but he always just had a smile. And then when you talked with him, it wasn't a fake smile. Like, he was just very genuine. Um, And he just, like, listened and... 
I don't know. He was just such a kind person. And then what continued that genuine, like the fact, like what is the he was, that he was genuine? Yeah, the fact that he was genuine is that like he he still kept up with you guys. Like, hey, how's it going? And like, you still had a relationship with him. That was cool. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Nate King is underrated. He's a brother, a friend of the podcast, and just a friend in general. And I did have to throw three things that producer wife would know, and Nate King was one of them. Because I don't think you'd know many other people. You know Mr. Uh, GLP. I would know Greg. That's yeah, about Greg, it. <laughs> <Greg>. <laughs> I love that. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's over under. Uh, if you have any overrated, underrated suggestions, the best place to send them is our Galactic Get Piped Pipe Club, which is our Discord link in the show notes, or you can send them to show at getpiped.com. And our second segment today is a little bit of this or that. This will not be related to pipe smoking at all, but it is going to be fun. It's a little this or that food edition. And for those of you who do not know what this or that is, this is where Adam and I typically choose between one or the other things that are listed or sent to us. And we have to choose one, this or that. But So everyone sent, like these things were sent to you of a this or that? No, not these. I made. Oh, okay, these. I made okay. these up. I made these up. <laughs> Typically, over, under, and this or that are sent into us. Yeah, except I probably won't know them this time. So you had to Ex- exactly. Okay. And then we we recently got some good ones in the pipe club, but I got to save those for Adam and I. That's a fair point. All right. So the first one today is Starbucks or Dunkin's. Dunkin'. Really? You can get a donut. Oh, I can't get a donut at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dang. Okay. I didn't think about it in that way. <laughs> and but then I, I got a black coffee from Starbucks and it was like loaded with sugar. I don't know if someone made a mistake or if that's a normal thing, but I did not. That's not what I wanted. Yeah. You just wanted a black cold brew. Yeah. Dang it. I was going to say Dunkin' or Starbucks, but now I'm going to say Dunkin' because I want to. Wait, donut. why were you going to say Starbucks, though? I was thinking just coffee. Like, if we're talking just coffee. Well, you didn't specify. I know I didn't, but in my head, I was thinking just coffee. But now, Dunkin'. Okay. 100%. <laughs> and Adam's going to love that answer because. I know Adam loves Dunkin'. Adam's a Dunkin' guy. Yeah, he's a we Dunkin' to- guy, dude. We went to Vegas and he had to go to Dunkin's because there was like no Dunkin's in Washington State, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I love how all of our, like, perceptions of pipe smoking is just Vegas. Because, like, that's what we've we've been to. That's the only common place that we have. I know, I love it. All right, next one. Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Chick-fil-A. Easy. I've never been to Popeye's. What? Mm -hmm. You've never been? No. Not even during the craze? I thought we went. No, because I thought it was stupid. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Dang. And also, it sold out like within the first I know. day. And yeah. I was like, I don't care about that. Popeye's customer service. Not the best. <laughs> Not the best. Chick fil A. Chick fil A, though. All right. I'm I'm Chick fil A. I'm Team Chick fil A. The Lord's Chicken. It's the Lord's <laughs> Chicken. All right. This is, is going to be a hard one. This is going to be a hard one for you and me. 
Hibachi or all-you-can-eat sushi? Sushi. Crab rangoons. She said crab rangoons, folks. Mark it down. Why? I don't know. Um, ooh, that's a hard one. I think sushi, too. But I love hibachi. Yeah, hibachi's I love, fun. I love me some hibachi. All right. Fourth one out of five. Oh, wow. Candy canes or candy corn? So, th- first thought is candy corn. Mm, I'm going to stick with candy corn. Candy canes. See, the only reason why I would think candy canes is because I can stir hot cocoa with it. Ooh, that's a good one. But candy cane. I, but I mean candy corn. I just don't like candy corn. Yeah, I know you don't. I only buy it for myself. <laughs> for your, <laughs> not you. <laughs> uh, savage. All right. Yeah, candy canes all the day. Do you all think right. anyone's going to continue listening up to this part? Or like once I chime in, they're just going to be like, eh, we're done. <laughs> we're done. I'll look if at- you make it to this part, please like say something. I don't know what yeah, something. Just just say something. Candy corn. Candy corn. That's that's what you gotta. Yeah, just say candy corn. Somewhere. All right. Last. In the in the Discord thing, because I'm actually there too. Yeah. Tag. Uh, I just kind of like sneak around. <laughs> yeah. She's a lurker. Tag at producer True. wife. Yeah. All right. Just say candy corn. Last one. Okay. Okay. S'more or mummy dog. And for those of you who don't know what a mummy dog, it mm. is it is a hot dog wrapped with a Pillsbury dough croissant. Yeah. Croissant roll. Yeah. And then cooked over a fire. Yes. Of course over a fire. Um Okay, you go first this time. No, I go first, mummy dog. Really? Why? Yeah. Because I'm not a big sweets guy. Yeah, and I that's can true. Pound. You hot love dogs. all <laughs> wait, forms wait, of meat. Wait, yeah. Wait, I gotta take that out. I can pound hot dogs. <laughs> All day. I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. Yikes. Come on, give an answer. Oh, um, I'll go with s'mores because okay. of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I almost put on here uh, Reese's Cup versus Hershey Bar, but I know that Reese's. Is, there's a Reese's, yeah. You got a little extra there. But that has been this or that. Food edition, producer guy and producer wife edition. I'm surprised if anyone's still here, but if you are, thank you. Remember, Let us know. what do we say? Candy corn? Candy corn. Comment candy corn. But if you have any more this or that, send them to our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, where producer wife is. She's on there. I just have no notifications on. No notifications. Because that's intense. It is. But if you don't want to join that, send them to show at getpiped.com. cameo from producer wife thank you to her she has left the building and by the building i mean the room where i record podcasts with normally our good friend get piped but that's okay that is a okay because we're closing it up we're here for the 12 percenters honestly anyone who listened to our segments was part of the 12 percenters at this point but uh I normally throw this to Adam and say, Adam, where can people find you? But I know all this stuff. 
You can find Adam at the best, the quintessential, the most edited and highly produced YouTube channel that is YouTube slash Get Piped. Go check it out. Go check out our Battle of the Briar trailer, which Adam just crushed. He did so good with that. You know, just being up front with y'all, it's going to be very introduced. It's very interesting producing this together. Like it's, we're still, you know, coming through the editing process. Obviously there's a lot to do with it. And, you know, with both of us doing it, there's a lot of, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta pull some magic, gotta pull some magic. So go check out that trailer. It is awesome. It will give you some, some hype about what is to come for Battle of the Briar. But if you want some more short-form content, maybe a little more content more often, Lee, go check out Instagram. That is at get underscore piped. But if you follow him, don't forget to follow his right-hand man, which is me. Go follow at GPP underscore producer guy. I don't post too often. I really should produce some more. And while you're at it, Go follow our Battle of the Briar Instagram. That is at Battle of the Briar on Instagram. That's where we're going to be posting some stuff. We're going to be posting some behind the scenes, some some ways to stay up to date on Battle of the Briar. Go give us a follow. It will mean a lot. But the best way to stay connected with us. And 660 plus other people? Man, like before we know it, we're going to be at 1,000. We're at 662 members as of time of recording is our Galactic Get Piped Pipe Club. That is a Discord. Man, Adam is working on a video for YouTube that talks all about the Discord. We have so many channels. We have so many conversations going at all times. That's why Producer Wife has her notifications turned off. If you join, I highly recommend you like mute channels or you turn off all your notifications for discord. I know that kind of defeats the purpose of it, but you will thank me. Like you'll be able to catch up. You'll like, you'll be able to add to the conversation. You know, if you get into a conversation, just check it a little more often to see what's going on. But I highly recommend you join the discord. It's awesome. It's great. And it will honestly improve your pipe smoking journey. But please share this podcast with any and all pipe smokers of new age, old age, middle age, whatever it may be. It means so much to Adam and I for you to do that. We want to continue pipe smoking and we view this podcast and some of the other stuff that we're doing as ways to do that. We don't think it's the end, but we we view it as a means to an end of continuing this. So. Please share with everyone, but don't just share with the men. Share with the women and the children, too. But I think this is my opportunity. I have used this this cover my ash to kind of fill, you know, c- complete a, a, a dream that I've had of hosting my own podcast, hosting the Get Pipe podcast once. I'm, I'm a co-host. Adams hosted it a couple times with a, some cover my ash, but I've never been able to host it. But I don't, I don't 
think that this opportunity will come again. I don't know. Maybe it will. I hope it doesn't. But I'm off to save the pipe-smoking world with my good buddy, Adam. He's taking the lead on that. I'll, I'll carry his bags, but but we're off to save the pipe-smoking world. And you all have just been piped. And until the next piping, we are...